Hey everyone, how you doing today? Uh, we brought Greg Dickerson back for episode number two of our expert series on Mondays. How you doing, sir? Doing good. Good to be back. Hey man, I appreciate you. One of the things that I just wanted to ask, and one of the things I love about this expert series, is I get to ask questions that I get to learn from. So, uh, you know, going back to thinking about you, you know, working, being in the military, working in a restaurants, trucking a toolbox to where you sit today, I, I'm, you're just wildly successful and it's all effort, risk, reward, all that stuff. You've, you've earned it all. But when I step back and I hear these other things in the industry about your network is your net worth and you're the average of the five closest people to you, you're very different today than you were when you exited the military, than when you were working in a restaurant, when you were the man with the, the, the truck and a toolbox. So I'm just curious, when you, when you kind of go back in your time machine and think about your business network maybe, how has that evolved? And are your five relationships that you have now vastly different than they were a decade ago or two decades ago? Oh, absolutely. My business relationship. So, so yeah. So, you know, those things are going to evolve and change now your core family and things like that. They kind of stay the same, but yeah, you are the average of who you hang around basically in terms of from a, now we're talking strictly business Yes. from a business standpoint, and this can even be emotional and physical and all that. You know, if you, if you want to be lean and healthy and fit and you're hanging around people who aren't and have bad habits, well, you're not going to be lean, healthy and fit. Mm. So if you're hanging around people that go to the gym and eat well and train, you know, you're going to be more fit and you're going to be better. So business works the same way. So Number one, if you're the smartest person in every room you're in, you're in the wrong room. Number two, if you're the wealthiest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And number three, if you're the smartest person you know, you don't know enough people. So, you know, those are the things you always want to look for. So as I've evolved over the years, I've always looked at and looked for who is where I want to be, who is doing what I want to do, who has done what I want to do. That's who I seek to build relationships with, seek wisdom and advice from and take advice from you have to qualify advice so everybody's full of advice right mm -hmm. but you got to qualify that you know if you're listening to somebody and taking advice from somebody who's never done anything never accomplished whatever it is you're trying to do let's say you want to be whatever you know we talk about real estate business and all that but you know if you want to lose weight and get fit who are you going to go to <laughs> you know the guy that guy in the gym who's healthy and fit you're going to go to somebody who's not you know if you want to be a professional golfer and be the best in the world who are you going to go to you're going to be the best instructors in the world that have produced the best golfers in the world. So, you know, we're keeping it relatable. If you want to be a real estate investor, real estate developer, who are you going to go to? Somebody who's never bought a house, never invested in real estate, never even owned a house yeah. and, and, you know, works at, you know, whatever, and has never done anything. Or are you going to go to Michael who's, you know, retired on rental houses, written a book about it, training and teaching people and is living, breathing, walking it, you know? So, that's what you got to do. And as you grow and scale in your understanding, what's really cool about knowledge, what's really cool about wisdom is two things. One, once you got it, they can't take it away. Number mm. two, you can never get enough. You can always go deeper. You can always learn more. And the more you know, the more you find out you don't know. That's what's really cool. The more you learn and the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Oh, that is awesome. So, so many questions, so many thoughts bouncing around my head in this because more and more people need to realize this. Uh, I guess, and again, we'll stay at the business level, right? Because your family's your family and your best friend's your best friend and all of that. Mm -hmm. So we'll stay at the business level. Um, was it kind of, when you look back at your track record, there's so much there. I mean, do you remember consciously at different moments saying, you know, I, maybe I got into a room to use your analogy and you were kind of in the middle. Then suddenly you were at the top, either income or size of company or whatever it was. And you purposely seeked that next jump. Do you remember moments in time 
or was it just kind of a natural ebb and flow? Yeah, you know, a little of both, but yeah, very intentional. So I built my career, my network, and my knowledge just picking up the phone and calling people. Hey, my name is Greg Dickerson. I love what you've done. I admire what you've done in your life. Um, I want to be just like you. Can I buy you dinner? Tell you whatever, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and I would just, I would network with these people. Now, some of it was working for these people, doing projects for them when I started my company um, and learning from them that way, doing deals with people, learning from them that way. And then just flat picking up the phone of people I admire in business and just calling them up and just saying, Hey, I, I, you know, you've been extremely successful in your industry. I love what you do. I'm a seeker of wisdom. Would you be willing to spend a few minutes and just kind of tell me about your career path, how you've been able to do what you've done, be happy to buy you dinner, you know, phone call, whatever, you know, I would just pick up the phone and call them and talk to them and, and just learn from them. So these are just different people in business and industry I've admired. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind there, because, you know, you get a lot of people, probably you do, I do. Hey, can I pick your brain? Yeah. I'd love to buy you a couple of, well, qualify who you're reaching out to. Num you know, number one, don't ever say, can I pick your brain? I mean, who wants to sit down and have their brain picked, you know? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, don't even say that, you know? And, and number number two, you're just coming at it from the standpoint of you're just looking to take. You're not a giver. Yeah. You're just looking to take. When you reach out to somebody, even though you're still looking to take, when you say, I really admire what you've accomplished. I want to be like you. I want to know what you know. You know, I want to hear your story. That's different. When you say, hey, I want to pick your brain. That's like, to me, that tells me you don't even know what you're doing. You have no clue. And if I spent six months with you, you wouldn't apply anything that you've heard. Yeah. You know, that's somebody who just wants to waste somebody's time and whatever. So it's a very, very different way. Approach is 100% of the game when you're looking to get wisdom from people uh, and, you know, and things like that. The other thing is if somebody's got a book out or something like that, if you want Michael's advice in his time, buy his book and read it mm -hmm. and then reach out and say, man, I bought your book. I read it. I love it. You really, you talked about this in chapter four. I would love to spend a few minutes with you. I admire what you've done. I want to hear your story. Da -da -da -da. How, how likely are you to engage with that person versus somebody who just reaches out and says, hey, I want to pick your brain. And they've never read your book. Mm -hmm. They've never looked at your bio. They don't know anything about you. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really funny. It's funny. And again, if you ever want to reach out to me, you got to buy my book because I actually put my email in the book like three times. I don't generally give that around, right? So my personal email is actually in my book. At least one of my personal emails is in my book. So yeah, you're, you're right. If you don't read the book, I mean, yeah, if people reach out to me. I'm like, well, there's a book on Amazon and it's got like 500 five-star reviews. So read that first. Let me know what you think. It's kind of funny. But yeah, back to yeah. the givers and takers. I've actually just, I've, I just formulated that this year because this last crisis, as you know, Olivia and I haven't been doing a lot. So a lot of staying home and a lot of trying to help people. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it, is, it came clear to me like last summer that doing what we do with the intent of helping, you really do start to see two classes of people. There are the people that, I don't know, receive what you're getting out, work on it, and then um, you know, ask intelligent questions or, or things like, hey, I didn't get this, or this is my personal life, this is kind of different. And then there is just people that bombard you with questions uh, that, that don't do anything. And, and I've called them givers and takers. So I've definitely seen that a lot this year. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot of it out there and it's, and you know, a lot of different things. I mean, I had a, I had a wholesaler reach out to me today with a property, you know, in, in my area. And, you know, I like to flip houses in the right areas here and there, you know, my wife likes to play with them and decorate them <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, so he sent it to me and I looked at it and of course his price was way off the mark. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, so I, I replied back and I said, you're, you know, you're way off the market on this price. Here's where it needs to be. He's like, well, the tax assessment's this. I understand there's another one that sold for that. And I was like, you know what? You don't know your market. You don't know what you're doing. And I'm never going to talk to you again, yeah. you know, because you're a waste of time. So this guy doesn't even live in the area, doesn't know the market, has no clue what he's doing and, you know, wants to argue and justify when he doesn't even know what he's talking about, has no clue what the repairs are, has no clue what, where the house sat on the street. It's the worst position on the street, mm. you know, and it's the worst house in the worst position on the street. <laughs> and yeah, the one next door might've sold for more, whole different house, whole different piece yeah. of property, whole different, whole different everything, you know? Yeah. So has no clue what they're talking about. And I said, look, you've totally discredited yourself. Yeah. I'm like, if you're trying to be a wholesaler, you know, you should be asking questions about why I think this, not right. telling me what, what it is and what you think it is. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anyways, you know, you get that kind of stuff. And then I had another one the other day, some guy reached out to me, you know, wanting me to look at his project and give him consulting advice for free. And then when I said, you know, Hey, I'd be happy to do this. I have programs for that. That's what people, you know, my consulting, I don't waste my, you know, yeah. time with people that aren't willing to invest. And this is a multi-million dollar development this guy wants to do. He wants my free advice on his project, how to do it, and what I think. And then when I said, hey, looks like a great idea for what you want to do. If you want to, you know, if you want some consulting, here's my programs. Yeah. And then he replied back, said, oh, yeah, you online guys, you're just all about the money. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's, this dude's a professional. He's a medical professional that's successful in his career, wanting to do a multi-million dollar project and, wants, and doesn't want to pay anybody for anything. And yeah, I replied back and I said, you know, do you really think that kind of approach is going to get you any kind of help? You know, you're practicing. So what you practice your, your medicine for free, you don't charge patents, patients, you know, I mean, Mm. it's just like, it's, it's really funny how people are, you know, just totally self-absorbed, you know, and that's somebody who will never be successful. They're never going to achieve anything because again, you are who you hang around. So if you have a mindset of scarcity and a mindset of I'm going to take, 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 and I'm not going to compensate experienced, professional, sophisticated people that can save me on a, on a $2 million project. I can come in and save people hundreds of thousands of bucks that they have no clue that have never done that before, that they're going to waste, that they're going to waste, you know, and this individual just doesn't even have the understanding of that level of knowledge to be able to, to be able to realize and recognize that just like you, how your course, how your book, how what you can do consulting can fast track somebody's career, you know, and people, people will get hung over over a $20 book when yeah. there's millions of dollars of advice in there. It's just yes. really crazy. It, it's really funny. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. This, this, uh, I love this conversation. This one helped me out a lot. Thanks buddy. <laughs> All right.